we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for our guests because I wouldn't have uh, started making a podcast if he wasn't like, when are you going to make that podcast? And then we also wouldn't be Ooh. here if it wasn't for you going, uh, I've got an idea for a podcast. So I was like, great, finally somebody has an idea for a podcast. So thank you, Figbar. Thank you, Harry. Um, and thank you, most importantly, John Cusack. Happy birthday. 50 years. 50. I can't believe he's 50. He doesn't look a day over like 38. Yeah, no. I mean, I disagree. So before we talk about John Cusack, <laughs> yeah, who's the special focus of this episode, yeah, there's a lot of other things that happened on this day in his in Birth Street. Oh. This day in Birth Street, that's the segment. Oh, cool. <laughs> is that how this podcast is, that, is works? this where we talk about our birth stories? Yeah, my mom was. <laughs> Was what? Go on. Super fucking pregnant. And yeah. she she did tell me the story once and I think that she On this day? Yeah, it was it was, it was on uh, it was on June twenty eighth, uh, two thousand five. And she but I think that the only thing I remember about her telling me about her my, me being born was that uh, it was like taking a shit. It's taking it's like taking a big shit. That makes sense. Yeah. Well some some like you actually do take a shit sometimes. Yeah, yeah. that's true. It's true. Everybody, babies too. Everybody probably takes. sometimes that's dangerous, right? The babies take shits while they're being born. Did you know? Oh, we're not gonna do. We're gonna talk about more about my birth story. We can. T- oh, I thought, I thought that was <laughs> no, it. No, that was it. <laughs> what? What? Oh, did you know that uh, June twenty eighth, nineteen fourteen, Archduke Franz Ferdinand of Austria and his wife Sophie were uh, assassinated. Yeah, uh, which started World War One. And then uh, inspire that that cool band Franz Ferdinand yeah. to name themselves that. Take me out. That's it. Yeah. Anything else happened today? In his in history? I don't know, Harry. Uh, I mean, off the top of my head, I know that David Honeyboy Edwards, the American singer songwriter. Oh yeah, oh. he sings that song. Uh, I don't. I'm not familiar with him. Can we can we hear a little sample of his his music? No. He sounds like he would be not good. <laughs> David Honeyboy Edwards. He, does he do like slide guitar? His middle name is Honeyboy. He must do slide guitar. He died his name in like Honeyboy. He died in like 2011. Show some respect. Jesus, that was he's old. Oh wow. Yeah, almost 100. Isn't that crazy? He was yeah. born a year after Franz Ferdinand kicked the bucket. <laughs> yeah, he got to live to see the band <laughs> that was yeah. based on him <laughs> come out. Pretty weird. <laughs> what a world. Oh man. And computers and the internet and stuff. So, yeah, we'll just cool. hear a little oh. sample of uh, Honey Boy right now. Where you been so long? Oh, I get why they call him Honey Boy. Yeah. Sweet as honey. Uh, uh, I got a cool birth. I mean, not as cool as John Cusack, but uh, pretty, pretty cool. Hit me. Mel Brooks, <gasps> which would mean that he is uh, uh, 80 years old today. Wow. No, 90. He's got to be 100. What? <laughs> Please pick one. 90. He's 90. He can't be 80. Okay. He was born in 1926, so he's 90 years old. Pretty old. That's yeah. old. Have you ever heard about Kathy Bates? Yeah, Misery. She's, yeah, she does movies. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, she was born on June 28th in 1948. Wow. Uh, oh. Mel Brooks was 20 at the time. <laughs> it really is fun to see. Do you, uh, think, he, do you think he was there? Yeah, I'd like to think so. <laughs> it, good stuff, guys. Uh, what, we need more patter? Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> Criticizing us on air? No, I just zoned It's also out. like he's like sitting up and, I, and I, we're on the floor and he's like in a chair. Uh, it's my throne. Pulling at his right. crotch. Just does, my anybody, does anybody know what happened on June 28th in 1953? Because I cer- certainly don't, so I would like to be told. I mean, I'm from the Midwest. I'm oh, from yeah? Indiana. Uh-huh. Uh, and there we like to, to celebrate a little something that happened up in Flint, Michigan. <laughs> On 1953, on June 28th, um, of course, the workers assembled the first Corvette. 1953. Yeah, what did I say? Must be an old, must be an ugly Corvette. Uh, No, it was it was beautiful. It was little. Is that the one that um, Mark Mark McGuire got when he hit that that like however many home runs he got like hopped in a Corvette? I think it was a 1950 something Corvette. Maybe I think yeah, I think that's the one. It was also in Grease Lightning. It was also the, the titular Grease Lightning in the movie Grease. Was that it? was the Grease Lightning. Mm-hmm. Oh. The first, the first ever Corvette hmm. is a real pussy magnet. Do you think they Wag- took wagon? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> probably both. Well, it's metal, so it attracts magnets. Yeah. You and could or probably it, you could it. probably magnetize it. Yeah. If you, I don't know. Rubbed how. rubbed it. You like rub magnets on things. And Is that how you magnetize things? <laughs> I think so. You rub magnets on yeah. them? Fuck. Yeah. I'm going to go to the hey. Liberty Bell and magnetize that Does shit. Does anybody know what month this is? It's June. June. That's interesting because one of my favorite movies is Benny and June. Uh-huh. That's huh. spelled J-O-O-N. Spelled differently, yeah. And the person who played that, is the character June in Benny and June, is Mary Stuart Masterson. And she was born on June 28th. 1966. So they're the exact same age. Her and, her, her and Johnny Bowie. Yeah, they're birthday twins. So, you know what? Whoa. This history is boring me. And you know what doesn't bore me? John Cusack. The Stonewall riots oh, that right. recorded oh, in 1969. Oh, man. I guess I should have looked at the... <laughs> There's a really important <laughs> thing that happened. <laughs> that seems to be the best part. <laughs> the Stonewall riots are pretty important. Uh, uh-huh. They happened. Mm-hmm. That's I, 1969. Yeah. 69. Everybody knows what those are. Yeah, yeah, Did yeah. anybody see that movie that everybody hated that came out? No, but that's Stonewall? interestingly, that's how I learned what the Stonewall riots were. Hey, well, <laughs> really? Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, the most important thing, we can skip to John Cusack if you want, but more important than the Stonewall riots, uh-huh. in 1997, Mike Tyson bit off a dude's ear. Oh, yeah. yeah. Evander Holyfield. Is that how you pronounce it? Evander where was he from? Eventsville. Uh, Eventsville? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure he's from somewhere in America. Yeah. Yep. Probably Flint, Michigan. Does anybody know why he bit the ear off? Because I don't. He's just mad. He was just heat of the moment. Yeah. I never meant to be so bad to you. Yeah. Dun, dun. And then I'm just going to squeeze this in. Uh, it's family day in Vietnam on June 28th. I have no idea what that means. Happy Family Day. Happy Family Day. Gotta assume it's about celebrating family. Um, John Cusack. Why? Why him, Harry? Well, as I as you said, I was given a very short list of uh-huh. people to choose from. But I uh, I do like John Cusack a lot. I'm a big fan of the uh, a romantic comedy. Yeah, I was told that you that you liked John Cusack quite a bit. Yeah, I like him okay. 
he was he was sort of a bigger deal in like the the nineties and early two thousands. Like I, I I don't remember the, like the last new John Cusack movie that I've seen. Yeah. Um, but I, I really, can. I know oh, the last. Uh, okay, I know the right. last one that I saw. All right, John, well, I'm talking it was about a week right ago. Now. Uh, you saw? It, no, we're not talking about okay. me right now. Uh, I I really like the the movie High Fidelity is one of my favorite movies. I really like um, the movie The Sure Thing is really good. You guys ever see The no, Sure no, Thing? I've never seen that. It's What's really that one about? good. Um, it's a Rob Reiner film. One of his earliest movies, I think. Both John Cusick and Rob Reiner. Um, uh-huh. He's like a this asshole college kid who like has. Who like trying to get out with all the ladies and like he meets this like bookish girl and she's like oh you're you're a pig and then like they have to take a they take a road trip across the country together Ooh, for some reason and because um, he wants to like, like hook up with this like short thing uh, in California and she's like going home for the <laughs> winter but then they they get to know each other on the road trip and fall in love. So this is pre when Harry met Sally. This is pre when Harry, Harry met Sally. This is pre. Um, I think it's pre say anything even like it was. But that's a sim- that's how when Harry met Sally starts. What? The, they're driving together. Oh well, yeah, it's before that. They ripped it off of the short thing. Well, Rob Reiner also did one. He ripped Harry- it off of he the short it. thing. Did he write it he or did Nora Ephron? He was write just when Harry met Sally. Did I make that up? I think she made. She probably wrote it. He directed it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar okay. themes, though. Yeah. I don't think he wrote the short thing. Romantic uh, comedies, they were uh, uh, pretty much the same forever until hey, now. Hey, guest podcaster Harry, when's the first time <laughs> you remember John Cusack? Um, hmm. When is the first time I remember John Cusack? It might have been... I saw it, and I didn't realize it was him, but he was in um, Stand By Me. Remember, remember, Stand by Me. Oh, he was—he was like the—he was the nice dead brother. Yeah, I barely remember. He that. was such a nice guy in that. Yeah, he was. In Since Shammy died, the kid, the younger brother. Jesus. Sorry, I'm new to podcasts. <laughs> um, yeah, I was at. I went to. Um, Cause oh, it's, this is the third time we've tried to record this podcast. Yeah. It hasn't worked out for various reasons. Yeah. Mostly to do with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but after the first time. I went to go. I went. I was in. I found myself in Hoboken, New Jersey. Okay. And uh, through a geographical error that ended up with me in Hoboken. Oh no! It ended up. Wait, being how? Well, <laughs> there's. You, you I tried to get on, on the, the wrong bus. Train. I got. I I went to the. We were like, let's get on the ferry and go to Dumbo. But we were just on the wrong side of Manhattan, so we ended up in <laughs> <laughs> at, a, at a ferry station that only went to New Jersey. Wow, that's so weird. Like I'm trying to picture the sort of disorientation like when did you realize you were landing in hoboken no i knew that <laughs> okay so i got to the station and i went to buy a ticket i didn't just hop on a ferry and i was like where am i oh my god i'm on staten island uh yeah i um i just i got to the tickets like none of these say dumbo i guess we can go to Sakakis, new jersey or whatever Ooh. so you um, chose to go to jersey instead of just walking across manhattan yeah. and going to <laughs> and going to dumbo yeah yeah but we went to Hoboken. They were showing um, Stand By Me on, like, on the pier, Pier 13 oh, there. Nice. It was really pretty. And I was like, oh, my God, that's John Cusack. And I'm like, I wouldn't have known that had we recorded it the first oh, time yeah. we were supposed to. Whoa. Yeah. It's meant to be, guys. That's a good movie. Thank you. What do you, uh, what do you remember? <laughs> um, the first movie I ever, ever done saw him in was uh, 16 Candles. I watched that a lot when I was a kid. Cool. Oh, yeah. He, he's, just like, he's just a nerd in it, which is nice. He talks uh, about like alien boobs or something. Yeah, something. A lot of boob talk. It's, a, well, it's like a whole. They have it's the whole panty uh, uh, storyline is him. 
It's like him right. and uh, his sister yeah. steals the show in that, right? Isn't she in that too? She tries to. She struggles to drink water from yeah. a, a, a bubbler, as we call it in yeah. Massachusetts. A bubbler. Yeah. Drinking uh, fountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that movie, and then um, that movie. <laughs> what about you? Cool. Uh, it's weird because I don't know. I was asking you guys, and then I was thinking, I don't, I don't remember. Like probably Sixteen Candles, but I didn't know it was him. Mm-hmm. Gross Point Blank. I've seen many times. Yeah, yeah. That might have been my first. Or other things around the time that came out, like Road to Wellville. You guys ever oh, seen yeah. that? Oh yeah, I used Based to watch on that. TC Boyle. Oh really? Yeah. Who? It was one of the few movies you could see frontal male nudity. Mm. Who's who's, who's? <laughs> just like not Matthew Broderick? Yeah, because it's people bathing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People like doing like. I think that's where my affinity for naked jumping jacks came from. <laughs> <laughs> is that oh, like? Yeah, no, do you, that, is that? Uh, a frequent porn uh no it's just like if if like i have the opportunity to direct someone who's naked i tell them to do dumping jumping jacks i I forgot that like it must have been like 12 or 13 i always think i watched a lot of movies when i was 12 or 13 because my dad rented movies all the time Mm -hmm. that road to elville was definitely one of them i completely forgot about the part where the the engineer dude from next next generation the irish guy who's at the colm meany the holla the Transporter room guy, uh-huh. Scotty. No, he's not next generation. generation. <laughs> yeah, another Irish dude. I think it's. Next I think generation? it's him. He. he like, Meany. <laughs> shut the fuck up. We're trying to talk. It's over his here. name. <laughs> it's his goddamn name. But he he's like the the guy who like does the massaging in that movie to the ladies. But then it's like it doesn't show it, but it's implied that he's fisting them and uh-huh. bringing them to new heights of ecstasy that they never knew. Huh. So I was like. 13 i was just like Whoa, yeah. oh yeah people do that <laughs> Wait, what was john cusack's character in that movie he was just he he found dana carvey who was like the the son of the son of, of kellogg, kellogg yeah. and then was using him for his name to make his own cornflakes oh, and there's a whole oh, bunch so of scenes of them trying cornflakes that are bad and they're like well this is gross Let's do another batch. I don't think I ever watched the movie. I think <laughs> just, I just fast forwarded just, to the, yeah. the jumping jacks <laughs> the and interesting like parts. Uh, yeah, so he's like kind of a con man in that. Not really. He's just a businessman. Which is con- what's the difference, right? Oh, don't get me started. Um, another great podcast. <laughs> um, but the uh, a movie of you know I don't want to talk too much uh, about bad movies of his. There are a lot, though. Yeah, but he might listen to this. You know? That's true. He's, got, he's very... Listen, uh, I, very, I respect him. Yeah. Road to Wellville is good, though. No, yeah. no, no, I was going to bring up a, uh. a, a movie that is considered a great movie that I actually don't like, which is... Uh, what's it called? It's got Annette Benning in it, and uh, they're con- he's a con artist. I really like like the oh, opening scene. It's... Um, Grifters. Grifters, yeah. Yeah. I, for some reason, it's just kind of, kind of boring. I don't think I ever saw Grifters. Um, I, I saw Rounders. Is he in Rounders? No, that's Ed Norton. <laughs> oh, fuck. And um, and the other guy. Ben Affleck? Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Never seen it. Grifters are seen on a train, right? What? Weren't they on a train at one point? Probably. Yeah. Uh, the only scene I remember from it, um, other than uh, Annette Benning topless. That's weird. <laughs> 
<laughs> What's she topless for? Kathy Bates, whose birthday is also right now, was topless in that one movie. We can talk about that for a little bit. What movie? About Schmidt. Really? Did you ever see About Schmidt? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I gotta it's watch like, that. It's like Jack Nicholson in a hot tub, and then Kathy Bates gets in there yeah. all naked. It's, it's uh, That's awesome. It's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah. I had no interest in that movie, and... But now. Now I do. Um... Uh, yeah, the only scene I remember from that movie is he like does this like is, he's like 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 really doing like some low level con stuff. He he goes to a bar, puts down a twenty, like folds it, puts puts it down at the bar, and orders a drink. And then the bartender comes and he lifts it, and then there's just like a one underneath. So the bartender grabs the mm-hmm. one, and you know it's like that's some that's some low level grifting. Yeah, oh, um, that's so what grifting cool. is. Cool. Yeah, um, but my favorite movie. Uh, starring John Cusack is what? What do you guys think it is? Oh, your favorite movie starring John Cusack is probably not Runaway Jury. Never seen it. Because you've never seen it. Um, Does it say anything? Does it say anything? Yeah, Yeah, I like it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) No, when I was a kid, the one I watched the most was One Crazy Summer, which is like saying... No, it's like the... It's like the uh, ski one, better out. It's like it's, it's exactly like, like better out dead, dead, but it takes place in Nantucket, which I'd, I've never been to. But I've been up until you know twenty two. I went to Martha's Vineyard every summer, so like mm-hmm. I pretended like he was in Martha's Vineyard instead of. But it's got Bobcat, and I li- loved Wait, Police which, Academy three. Which one? One Crazy Summer. It's uh, huh. Demi Moore. It's you'd like it. It's got uh, animated uh, illustrations yeah. as an illustrator. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, it's love anim- I definitely rented that once on VHS, mm-hmm. and I was like. Hmm. As a do, child. do they make any better off dead references in Hot Tub Time Machine? Do they um, do like a, I want my two dollars? I mean, the whole movie is kind know. of like it's, but there's there's not like a, a two dollars. I don't think I don't think they do like an obvious reference, which I think is cool. Isn't there a weird scene in that where like a hamburger sings? Like <laughs> in like, Hot Tub Time Machine? No, in, in Better <laughs> Off Dead. Oh, maybe that seems like the type of thing that you could animate. And, uh, so that it's maybe like it's stop, in one like crazy summer. Stop motion. Stummer. Oh, I always get those two confused because I Cause think they're the same movie, but yeah. <laughs> just different settings. But I think people really like Better Off Dead and didn't like One Crazy Summer. Yeah, I think I think John Cusack was even like, "Fuck this movie!" Like yeah. he like he kind of came he, out against it. He's a little bad reason. boy, but then he you know he got to hang around with Bobcat, fucking Goldthwait. Yeah, <laughs> how could that be? Bad? Bob, Bobcat should change his name to Bobcat fucking Goldthwait. <laughs> uh, he does uh, often say his name as. Bo- Bob Scratch, Gold so Farb, Gold, yeah, or like, but it's, I think sometimes Gold Farts or something. Uh, Harry, what's your favorite John Cusack movie? Well, High Fidelity is one of my favorite movies that there is. It's just I, I love it. Oh. I, I watch it when I'm sad, and it's great. Um, How do you respond to people uh, <laughs> problematizing it? You know? uh, Does it know, bother you? I get like, I, I watched it again recently, and I, for some reason, was, sh- I was shocked that I kind of didn't like his character when i remember i think that liking I, it so much i think his character is like great if you're like a teenage dude and then like when yeah. you grow up to be like a real person who's had real relationships <laughs> yeah. like, oh this guy's kind of fucked up and he's uh, sort of like a grown-up holden i think that's kind of the point of the yeah. book that doesn't necessarily come across in the movie because i think that like the people who made the movie were like actually just really into him like as a character <laughs> like i think john cusack and and co well and john cusack is so charming and it's like yeah you want and, to like the and character. it's a good and like the movie just had like 
it's just like so much stuff happens without anything really happening. Like it's just there's all the flesh. I don't know. It's just a really good movie, and I really like it. There's a lot of good lines in it and stuff. But yeah, his character isn't like he's not like a high fidelity is great. A guy to aspire to be. But I also really like the movie Serendipity. Oh yeah, I forgot. No, yeah, I really I really like the. Uh, it's like from oh, 2001. Man. With Kate Beckinsale. I keep meaning to see that, and I haven't. It's like... But I saw it, America's Sweethearts. Oh, I loved America's Sweethearts, too. That one had a good Hank Azaria, Hank Azaria character. Um, uh, Serendipity is really great. It has a terrible soundtrack and is... <laughs> unlike um, High Fidelity. Unlike High Fidelity. Yeah, I guess that's because John Cusack blank. had no uh, part in the uh, soundtrack to Serendipity. No, I don't think Do so. Do we know... I tried looking that up. Do you know if he has any uh, s- control over... Sometimes Soundtracks. I saw that a uh, Reddit uh, AMA ask me anything. Sorry, I burped to that word. <laughs> Wait, can I see my words? Okay, they look great. Um, I saw a Reddit uh, AMA of uh, of of John Cusack, and he said that somebody asked him if he chose some of the songs for uh-huh. that, and he said yes. Like he was like, yeah, I do, and I always try to like be, have that. I mean, he gets all his family members to be in all of his movies yeah. and Jeremy and Jeremy, Piven. Piven. And Jeremy Piven yeah I think they they had a falling out he also addressed that oh yeah and, I, and somebody and he was like nope all good so, which means <laughs> great that, that <laughs> no I like to believe it's yep. true so um, tell us about serendipity uh serendipity is a 2001 romantic comedy starring John Cusack Kate Beckinsale <laughs> and Jeremy Piven <laughs> and uh they like meet they have this like chance meeting and they get along really well. And then they like, she's like, I'm obsessed with fate. We can't be together if it doesn't work out fate wise. And he's like, whatever. And like, they do this whole <laughs> thing and like, they just like shit gets in the way and they don't like they're, they like fail the weird fate test. And then like 10 years later, he's getting married and she's in a relationship and they like, I don't know, just like Molly Shannon's her best friend and Jeremy Piven's his best friend, and they like. <laughs> is there a bas- Do they play basketball? In it? I've definitely seen it once. Uh, do they play basketball? I don't know if they play basketball because it's like it's a, it takes place at uh, Christmas time. It's there, a Christmas movie. There's a, the scene where they like they're trying to like force them. It, I feel like I remember there's like lots of shots of them close calling each other. Yeah, that's oh. cool. Yeah, 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 I remember like that. it is. Yeah, it's it's um and there's like it's all through that whole movie and it's a nice. dumb movie and it's named after I mean it's serendipity because it's like happy accidents but it's also they go to that the place like place of midtown yeah place in midtown like serendipity <laughs> it has a one hundred dollar uh, gold flaked Sunday oh thing. see yeah. I've I've always I we were gonna say gold fish yeah, <laughs> yeah super excited you can go there and buy it. Like, it won't last yes. long. <laughs> Uh, but I've, I, I've always wanted to go there. So I wanted to go there like before I moved here. I'm like, now that I live here, I'm like, uh, what am I going to go buy? Like a $14 hot chocolate. It also only would make sense to go there in the winter. And then usually in the winter, you don't want to leave your apartment. So mm-hmm. why? I got to watch that. I love romantic comedies. I yeah, it's a good one. Even if they're dumb, I, I like them usually. Most are. And here's a weird thing that I've never had a chance to talk about in public oh, before. Great. Here we go. But. There's just a thing in Serendipity that also happens in the movie The Sure Thing, which is Sure Thing is a better movie than Serendipity, but where he's like explaining Cassiopeia to Uh the girls, like he explains it to I forget the actress's name in The Sure Thing, but and also to Kate Beckinsale, but he's just like explaining the story of Cassiopeia and like they're looking at constellations and it's just like a weird thing to happen like like 25 years in either direction of this guy's career, but maybe he just really likes astronomy oh you think he ad-libbed that (laughs) (laughs) i do it's the same speech no but it's very similar so uh yeah maybe he has a weird cassio 
Pia Fetish. Pia Fetish. <laughs> just look, uh, just, I recommend you to watch those two movies uh, in back to back. I'm going to, as soon as, soon as we finish. <laughs> Actually, we throw it up on the projector, we'll watch it. Let's yeah. just stop. We'll stop recording now and watch them. When you said that you were going to watch Batman Returns immediately after we recorded that one, yeah, did you? Yeah, totally. <laughs> how how was it? Did it hold oh, up? it was so good. I remember all the things um, that I liked about it. Yeah, I didn't watch it. That was the first movie I remember seeing in theaters. Whoa, yeah, mine was Cool Runnings. Oh, cool. What was yours? I don't know. All it, right, well, it might have been the first Batman. Oh, nice. Nineteen eighty-nine. Yeah, because I was born in eighty-three. So I, oh, yeah. I probably could have, I probably caught that. Yeah, I was a little. I feel like I was. I was born in '87, so I was a little young to be saying that. Yeah, but Cool Running, I think, came out the same year. It was either '92 or '93, yeah. which is, it makes sense that like, you probably don't remember anything from it, seeing it in the theater, but you know, then you went and watched it a bunch of times mm-hmm. after and remember it. What I really like in America's Sweethearts is when it shows a clip of the fake movie within the movie, mm-hmm. or the movie, the real movie within the movie. Wait, what? I just don't know why I said fake. There's <laughs> <laughs> a movie within a movie because America's Sweetheart is oh, John but In Cusack. the movie, it's not a fake movie. It's a real movie. Yeah, yeah gotcha. But it's like showing clips from his and uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones' yep. career. Mm-hmm. And there's a part that's like a period piece. And like he takes her aside and it's like, oh, you know, I something, blah, blah, blah. And she's all creeped out by him. And he's like, no, like I'm from the future. And he like, <laughs> oh, yeah. opens up his old-timey jacket and his future clothes on. Yeah. I want to see that movie. Yeah, that'd be way better than American Sweethearts. <laughs> now I want to watch American Sweethearts. As Julia Roberts. America's Julia Roberts is a former fat person. Yeah. Oh, uh, does she do That's, a fat suit thing? I think she might. Yeah. And then she's like, Classic. she's stress eating a bunch of bread. And yeah. I was very confused. So the time I watched it, I didn't know that like bread was like a prob- problem. Yeah, yeah, you said this to me recently. I learned yeah. that in, when I watched Scott Pilgrim because he was like, bread makes you fat? And I'm like, wait, bread makes you fat? <laughs> yeah, when I saw the movie, I was like, bread makes you fat? <laughs> sure oh, does, no. but it's delicious. It is. It's the best. Uh, I, another weird uh, John Cusack thing I have is that he's in a movie. He's in movies where he's rained on a lot. He like has a lot of <laughs> movies where he's like in the rain. Like Sure Thing and High Fidelity have a movie where has a scene where he's in a on, in a payphone in like the pouring rain. Nice. So it's just like he does really he get, has. Does like, he get rained on and uh, say anything? Uh, he's got it. Probably. Or is he just standing outside of her house? <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's. I mean, obviously we're gonna put in in your eyes at some point in this podcast. It's, yeah. nice. it's, it's, it's on the nose, but it's such a good song and it's perfect. I wish. I wish. Uh, I wish I, I came up with touch that. The line I still get your eyes. I still do the thing when I'm on a plane and the uh, the light turns off, like the 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 pilot light thing, because uh-huh. they talk about that at the very end of uh, say anything. They're like, she's really nervous on planes, and he's like, you know everything's fine as soon as the pilot turns off. Which the, sometimes takes a long time. I know, but I still every time I feel that I get a little. So nice. I learned today that. He, John Cusack, in say anything as a kickboxer, but he actually is in real life. John like, Cusack he is trained, everything. He trained with like a kickboxing guy for that role, and then he just kept doing it. And he has whatever, like you know, a platinum belt or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember what it's called. But yeah, he like he's a kickboxer. Great. He's also into transcendental meditation. Yeah, who isn't in Hollywood, yeah. right? TM. But he is uh he seems like actually like a guy ideologically that I that I would uh, get along with, well, which is nice. I was reading he's super anti Bush. Yeah. He's like 
he was re- he he did that whole movie about guns because he's like really against like gun trade. Was you remember that movie, with Lord of War or whatever? With uh, Nicolas Cage. Yeah. He did. That's wait, his. Movie? Wait, no, maybe I'm thinking there's, of. There's like Nicolas War Cage. Inc. and there's Lord of. Oh, okay. So War Inc. I forgot. I wanted to I'm talk all about War Inc. You got to go to the bathroom. Uh, no, I'm looking up that oh. movie. Great. So uh, put a pin in that for a second. Okay. War Inc. Oh, it's Must Love Dogs. <laughs> what? <laughs> My mom loves that movie. I gotta check that out. It's not. Uh, sorry, War Inc. Go ahead. War Inc. Great movie. Wait, Probably not. The truth about cats and dogs. No, that was Janine Garofalo. And he was in Must Love Dogs. I am thinking guy. of War Inc. Go right. ahead. War Inc. Great. It's a. It's a. Um, it's a sort of sequel to Gross Point Blank. A lot of people don't like it. You were telling me about this. It's it's really. Uh, I only saw it once, like right when it came out, like right when it came out on DVD or video on demand or whatever. I think it came out in two thousand eight, maybe, uh, maybe a little bit before that, maybe two thousand six. Is and this is this a long story? Yeah, of course. And it's uh, it's it's sort it's set in the sort of alternate reality kind of future, maybe I don't know. But uh, he's a hitman again, mm-hmm. and instead of a romantic comedy, it's just like a anti-war satire thing and it's like there's a fake iraq or afghanistan and, yeah and uh and hillary duff is in it yes <laughs> what? but but both but joan joan is in it as well and dan Aykroyd is in it so it, like really oh is, whoa yeah it's it's great well I, that that brings us to my favorite john cusack movie which is gross point blank oh, nice. which has a re- really terrible title Really? Yeah, but it's it, it kind of does. But it's also it's my one what? of my favorite movies and one of my favorite John Cusack. You movies. think it's a bad title just because it's a pun, or? Well, I mean, I guess Gross Point is a real place, yeah. but if you aren't People from Chicago, it, yeah. like it's it just is. a confusing title because it's gross with an e and then point mm-hmm. with an e mm-hmm. and then blank, and then the character's name is Martin Blank. Martin Point Blank. And then it's like, Point Blank, Martin Blank, Gross Point. Uh, it's like, it's yeah. just not a good, it's not a good pun. But it's uh, it's a great movie. Yeah, it's it is a really good movie. From the same writers as High Fidelity, although it was adapted from a book, High Fidelity uh, was. Um, yeah, I like, I, mean, I like romantic comedies. I like 80s movies, mm-hmm. and so it gets to be an 80s 10-year reunion movie. Yeah. And then you get the excuse to play all those cool 80s songs because it's a reunion movie. I also like Hitman movies and people turning over a new leaf and figuring out their stuff. And How does that movie end? He, uh... How does it end? He falls in love. He kills someone. <laughs> he, kills he, falls all, in love. he kills a whole lot oh, of people. He kills Dan Aykroyd I think, with a TV. I think he pretty much... The whole thing is that he doesn't want to do the Hitman thing anymore. Who's the father? Because the hit is on... The hit is on the father. Yeah. Who plays the father? I don't remember. I don't remember Doesn't that actor's remember. name. I haven't seen that movie in but, a very long time. But Joan Cusack is in it. And uh, wait. Yep. Yes. As his assistant, which yep. is great because they're super awkward together. <laughs> I'm sure on purpose, but it's like their awkward chemistry is wonderful. Uh, another of his sisters, I forget her name, is a drunk lady at a bar that talks to him. Um, what else was I going to say about it? I love so many things about that movie. Um... Yeah, his girlfriend is like, uh, or his not girlfriend, his former girlfriend says that he needs a shakabuku, which is a spirit, swift spiritual kick to the head. And he's like, oh, I, I like that. And there's a part at the actual reunion where he's holding a baby and it's uh, under pressure by the David Bowie and the... Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. And he has a shakabuku. And like, 
It's like his transition. Like, is this a literal kick to the head? No, spiritual kick to the head. Oh, like he already wants out of the hitman game, it but then like, but then I think he like gets, it. <laughs> yeah, probably. But he gets it. Nice. But he still has to kill a guy, and yeah. then and then his girlfriend sees him kill a guy, and then she's very upset, and then Ninety Nine Left Balloons plays. Oof. It's so good. Hast du after Started out so confident. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd is in and he's crazy. Everyone can hear me. Dan Aykroyd just says the most crazy things. It makes me think that Dan Aykroyd might actually be bonkers in real life. Yeah. He is. He oh, does is this he? crystal head vodka. Yeah, you don't know about this? What? <laughs> he's obsessed with crystal like skulls. Indiana, Indiana Jones and the crystal head yeah. vodka? It's the same basic principle, but I think he came to it separately, so maybe he's onto something. I think it was before. I yeah. heard about crystal skulls from Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. It's just the same way I learned about limoncello from <laughs> Danny DeVito. That's really funny. <laughs> Don't make me snort. <laughs> Rude. Uh, yeah, he has a vodka, and it comes in a crystal skull. You've probably seen it in some bars. and I think I heard about stores. that. I, mm-hmm. but I he, completely forgot it was him. Uh, but yeah, he thinks that it's an alien. It's related to aliens. Probably whatever. I never saw that Indiana Jones movie, but it's probably the same thing. There's another thing I just thought about with Gross Point Blank. When they're in the diner, there's a scene, birthday buddies, there's a scene where uh, John Cusack and Dan Aykroyd are in a diner and they kind of both want to kill each other, but they're in public, so it's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And the waitress comes up to uh, interrupt them in their weird trying to kill each other thing. And she tells them about the specials. And the specials are Alfalfa on My Mind and I Left My Heart in San Franchisi. Pretty bad both, both of which are so good bad. Yeah. yeah. I love them so much. I feel like I remember San Francesi just because it's like, why would I know <laughs> that? doesn't make that? any yeah. sense. And then he says he just wants an egg white omelet. And she says, what do you want in the omelet? And he says, nothing, nothing in the omelet. And she goes, well, that's not technically an omelet. He's like, I don't have a semantic argument about it. <laughs> I was like, ooh, good vocab word. Yeah, semantics for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember something. I remember the John Cusack thing just oh, now. Great, that's what uh, we're here for. When I was, uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, when I was in college, I took a screenwriting class, and my screenplay that I wrote was a um, romantic comedy, and like the like the end of the second act, like a sad thing happens, like happens in screenplays, and then mm. what kicked off the third act was the guy went to a a Wendy's and met John Cusack nice. who was there buying a Baconator and he gave him like a pep talk about nice. things and then he went off and John Cusack was buying a Baconator? Yeah. It was nice. it was right it was shortly after the in, the introduction of the Baconator yeah. so it was a it was a cool So like you were you were trying to sort of play down you're like oh I, I don't like John Cusack that much but you wrote him into a screenplay. Yeah, well, yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, it was like romantic if I'm writing a romantic comedy yeah. Which was at the time and may I still feel like be my favorite type that of That happened. Does that not ever happen in, in a John does John Cusack not ever appear? I don't know. I, I feel like I off s- script. saw something r- that was similar real relatively recently, but like where they like run into Oh, it's, it's kind of like a rip off of I think I was kinda of ripping off when he talks to Bruce Springsteen in his head. Oh well that, but <laughs> yeah. But also uh in Marats when he runs into Stan Lee. And gets like uh, a, right. a pep talk. Yeah, but Stanley. Stanley's kind of lame, and John Cusack is the fucking man. <laughs> and true. Bruce Springsteen is the boss. He's the boss. Yeah, he's the boss. Um, By the way, I learned who Bruce Springsteen was saying "I Fidelity" when I was like thirteen or whatever. Yeah, I feel like I probably learned a song thing from that movie as well. 
the the beta band when he says oh that's he's it. like i'm gonna sell like a certain number of copies of this yeah, record I'll now sell three eps of three uh, yeah speaking of which let's play that song okay i just bought one <laughs> um I, I i'm gonna interrupt this job cusack talk for just a little bit you okay to bring it to guac talk it's guac talk Is it motherfuckers. Time for guac talk. talk one more time guac talk trademark it's trademark um don't look into that okay Harry, when was the last time you how. had guacamole? The last time I had a guacamole was probably a few weeks ago. Ooh, that's a long time to be without guacamole. Yeah. No, actually, I had... Nope, that was hummus. No, it was... <laughs> what? Whoa, hold on. It's the guacamole think... of chickpeas. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we prepared you for this <laughs> you... segment. You didn't. Uh, yeah, right. Um, I uh, I had it. I had it two uh, two or three weeks ago. I was at a Game of Thrones get together, and somebody had made some guacamole, and it was very tasty. It oh, tasted yeah? better than like a store made kind. Yeah, if you store made kinds are usually terrible. Nah. We don't talk about store made. We don't talk positively <laughs> about store made. This guy's from California, man. Guacamole he takes on guacamole guac very seriously. Also, I had guacamole for the first time like less than three years ago. That makes that makes sense. You know, grow, you, growing up in the right. East Coast just didn't, like, was, avocados basically didn't exist until the early aughts, yeah. maybe. I heard the term, I heard the phrase guacamole for the first time in college. It's not a phrase, it's a word. It's, it's understandable. I have a hard time finding a good avocado here. Speaking of Game of Thrones, I saw a funny little thing that somebody made with Daenerys holding a dragon egg, and it's like that moment that you find the perfect avocado mm. in, in the grocery store. It's like, that's what it's like in New York. California, you find perfect avocados all the time. They fall off trees. Yeah, there. they just land on your roof. So you mean like, like by perfect, just like ripeness wise? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's true. You kind of have to buy them a few days in advance. Yeah, it sucks. You or yeah, or you're like, oh, this one's nice and soft. Hopefully, it's not fucking overripe. Well, if you find a perfect one, you have to eat it. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can't wait. And yeah, it's, right there in the store. It's musty. You can put it in the fridge. Like I can. That you slows can, it down. Yeah, yeah, you can put it in the fridge for a day. Maybe you might get a day if it's perfectly ripe. Jonathan, in the fridge. Yeah. When's the last time you had guacamole? Last time I had guacamole was on Saturday. I was watching uh, the uh, the the Euro, watching Island versus Hungary, hmm. and uh, was that who it was? Yeah. And uh, and I just made. I had a, I had an avocado, perfectly ripe, and I was like, I'm gonna mash this up, serve it to my uh, my beautiful uh, wife. We'll call her my wife. Sure. And and my father-in-law. <laughs> Um, Dad, to Icelandic call him daddy. Yeah, and to my beautiful <laughs> wife and daddy. What what is the Icelandic word for for father? Papi. Papi. No, that's Dominican. <laughs> it's uh, Dominican Spanish. <laughs> e papi. <laughs> it's uh, I, I believe it's papi. Uh, papi. Papi. Yeah, was it a hit? Did they uh, like it? Yeah, it was great. I put it in. I got this uh, La Paloma. Um, it's like a, it's a, it's like a chili sauce. Um, it's a hot sauce. I put, uh, I just mashed up that perfectly ripe avocado, um, a little La Paloma, some uh, s- some salt with a little uh, little uh, kind of smoked paprika thing uh, going on in there. Nice. It was good. It was a little like too flavored for avocado, but being you know like I I like a nice simple. Oh, there was lime juice in there too because I had some limes because oh, yeah. I was yeah. making margaritas. Oh shit! Damn, sounds like a time. It was a real uh, Mexican. 
feast for uh, for a, a European soccer game. Figbar, when was the last time you had? I'm having guacamole. a real hard time here because I don't remember the last time I had guacamole, which is bad news. Yeah, like it should on? be like, oh, I had it two days. ago. That should always be the answer. You should like, be trying days to ago, remember, idiot. <laughs> uh, oh, I might have been, It was probably two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe no, because I don't remember. I remember Just take us through ago. everything you ate, starting with the last thing you yeah, ate. What I ta- what did I talk about on last guac talk? I don't know guacamole. <laughs> mm-hmm. And when you had it last, yeah. Yeah, I just must have made some at home. I don't, this I don't is really disappointing. Remember. It's really this. I remember the last time I had avocado, which was a few days ago, but I didn't do the mole part. Huh, mole. And that's how you lose. Quack <laughs> 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 That's how I lose. Oh, got yeah, it. I you thought lost. you were gonna say that's how you lose listeners. <laughs> no. Where uh, we can only go up from here. We'll just advertise it as like, oh, Figbard loses Guac Talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll. Um, First I'll time in you. history. Yeah, it's, I'm sorry about that. Second man. annual Guac Talk. See you in a year. <laughs> you guys want to take a uh, quick uh, break? Oh, yeah, but uh, in order to take that quick break, I think I should introduce the quick break by saying on June 28th, 1983. The number one song in the U.S. was Flashdance by Irene Cara. Do you know that Flash song? Do you know that song, song, John? No. Okay, you're going to play it during the break, but before we go to the break, can you try and sing it? Um, is you sure it's called Flashdance? The movie was it's called like, Flashdance. No, it's, it's like Flashdance parentheses something. Like, oh, if you like, gave me the parentheses, I bet I know yeah. like the song. How, how long, is, how, um, how I know long this, I can, does it take? I, uh, all right. It goes like, I did play oh, it. Oh, let's dance. I did oh, play let's it earlier. Dance. Yeah. Is that it? Oh, let's dance. Let's dance. That's it. Let's dance. That's it. That's the one. And here it goes. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> do we know about john cusack he's 50 years old oh john you recently saw his newest directed video oh that is right thank you harry you're welcome i'm the host of this podcast this was called uh stephen king's (laughs) cell you have recording equipment i do don't need this guy oh yeah or maybe you guys don't need me i'm talking here i would never embark on an endeavor with john john you recently saw a film involving john cusack Stephen King's Cell. It was uh, the first 10 minutes. Is that that one with Vincent D'Onofrio and J-Lo? No. It's Stephen King's Cell. What's that one? It's just also That's called Cell? cell? Yeah. Hmm. I think it's called The Cell. The Cell. Uh, yeah. They go into the serial killer's mind. I have, uh, 
I have the blindness in my ears. Oh. So I have the deafness. What about the? If we said the, is that okay? Oh, that's much more helpful. <laughs> okay. It makes it stand out, stand out more. Good to know. I've got you blindness in my ears. That's the nicest thing anybody ever said about me. Mm. Uh, it's really violent the first 10 minutes. And it's mm. insane. Somebody eats a dog. Mm. Just like just digs into a dog. Whoa. Uh, it all takes the first 10 minutes to take place at an airport. It's like, it just happens. The movie starts. He walks, John Cusack walks off a plane and makes a phone call to his wife and, uh, or ex-wife, sorry. And, and talks to his kid or for a moment. And then his phone dies, which oh, is why he's God. not on the phone. And then, and he goes over and uses a payphone. And then while he's on the payphone, does it start raining? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> It starts raining blood. No. Yeah, because uh, something happens to the cell phone signal, and everybody that's on the phone turns into a crazy fucking uh, bloodthirsty zombie. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. But it's like, it's crazy. It's super violent. And then. It reminds me of The Kingsman. Secret Service. I've yes. not seen. But, uh, uh, so the movie cell. I assume you've stopped talking for a long time, so I assume that you're done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read. I remember thinking that the book sounded interesting. Yeah. So I read the Wikipedia page for the book like yeah. a few years ago. And I was like, this is good. And then they were making a movie. I was like, John Cusack is in it. That sounds great. As we all know, I love John Cusack. Yeah. Um, and then I watched the trailer and I'm like, you know what? I don't think I, I think this is just kind of a generic zombie movie type yeah. thing. Hasn't really no Stephen King twists or trappings. There's a very thinly veiled metaphor for how uh, self phone culture is ruining our lives yeah. but of course he wrote it like i think it probably like maybe like the book probably came out like maybe eight years ago or something yeah it's like almost a decade old so, like, so it's like flip phone right around when iphones came out yeah and so i think it's like hmm. he wouldn't hadn't realized that he was gonna end up probably writing books on his iphone now yeah. at this point sure so it's like it's just we it's so weird samuel jackson is is in it as well, he's which he's seems also seems nuts. Yeah, it's, a direct, it's direct to video, right? Is There's he on the plane as well? No. So he works. So it starts him at Logan Airport, I guess, and and he's a tea conductor. Uh, for you non-Massachusetts people, the T is short for the MBTA. That is the MTA of of Boston. For it's you non-New York, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, please. People, MTA is Manhattan Transit Authority. For the people who live authority. in places in this country. MBTA stands for Mass Bay Transit Authority. MTA is used in not only New York, it's used in other places. Oh, really? In my hometown, there was an MTA. Oh, nice. Is it also a metropolis? Like It New was York? probably like Mendocino Transit Maybe. Authority. Anywho, he's a, con- he's a conductor. People are trying to escape zombies. He meets him. There's not really. It's not really clear like why he would just go. Like, just, he's trying like, to get to his son, right? He's yeah. trying to get to his son. Yeah, but like, why does Samuel Jackson just like go with him? Like, gotta go somewhere. He's got nobody, I guess. Because he was know. on the plane and there was a bunch of snakes. No, he on wasn't it, on he a plane. There's no snakes. You're thinking of a different movie. Anywho, it's not a very good movie. The, so he tries to find his son, Jake Gyllenhaal, but there's a giant. Winter Storm. 2012. And he plays Glass Man. I swear I saw this movie. Oh, I think I might have a new. Uh, I, I think I might alter my uh, favorite John Cusack movie. 1408. That's a good one. Also, Sam Jackson and, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, Stephen, and King. Stephen King. 
Weird. Nice. <laughs> that is much better than it's a much better. I don't know. What's maybe. your What's your new one? Um, the Ice Harvest is really good. Great movie, hmm. written by um, uh, Richard Russo, who's a novelist that I like a lot. And Richie Russo. There's so and many directed by Har- the late Harold Ramis. Oh, interesting. So many. Oh, I really want to see that. It's a good one. That's that's it's on a, my list. like noir comedy. Oliver Platt is in it. I love Oliver um, Platt. He yeah. was also in Benny and June. Hmm. We really talked about around. that, right? Was that on the podcast? <laughs> I think yeah, so. yeah, it was. It was one of the. It was one of the intros. <laughs> yeah. Sure hope I'm recording. Oh boy. <laughs> oh no. Well, maybe not. Maybe that would be a blessing. Oh yeah, we're recording. Great. Um. Oh, Max. Anybody ever see that one? Which one is that? What happened to that? John one? Cusack is like an art dealer oh, or it's teacher. a Hitler movie and it's yeah it's the it's the scary italian and the second season of peaky blinders is hitler yeah but it's like before he's hitler yeah before, i think that was around the like, time same with ice harvest is like i know i like john cusack but i'm out on seeing <laughs> these movies i i liked max no i'm it's sure it was like, great it's like he's trying really hard to make hitler like calm down yeah. and not be so angry and like focus on his art and then it doesn't it doesn't work out. It was like Ob- obviously, days. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not like you a, pretty much know how every. I gotta see this fucking every, not, not glorious bastards. Night. Yeah, that one blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> that never happened. Did it? Not ever happen. Correct. Good. No. Well, yeah, it'd be just a different place. We might not even be alive if that happened. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, grandfather clause. Uh, Ashton Kutcher's Butterfly Effect yes. is what it's called. That's a pretty good movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fourth one. What? They, they American made a bunch. Pie 4. Oh, no. But- Grand- grandfather oh. effect. If they made a butterfly effect that was like American Pie, it would probably it'd be, be pretty good. good. They I should just start combining the, like they're doing with Men in Black and uh, 21 Jump Street. Did not know. Oh, wait. wait. What? <laughs> okay. What? Yeah, the next Twenty One Jump Street is also is going to be a Men in Black crossover <laughs> episode where they become Men in Black. That's good. They should do more. That's what I'm saying. Mashup, like just more. You have all these movies. things that are boring. There's Freddy versus Jason. Put the put just put put, put Freddy versus together. Jason versus Alien versus Predator. <laughs> yeah, they actually, they do that. Fuck in, yeah. in, uh, in comic books more often. Yeah, like they'll do just crazy crossovers because they can because your Cause budget is the same. Yeah. Just just hire somebody to draw. Oh it. no, it's going to cost me an extra million to draw Deadpool. Oh, speaking of Deadpool. John Cusack was not in that. Not yet. Oh. What's up? Are we going to start a, uh, an internet know. campaign to get oh, John okay. Cusack in the next Deadpool movie? Uh, John Cusack and Ryan Reynolds, were have they worked together yet? Seems like they should have. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is on the up now, so that's great. I think John Cusack will have a resurgence very soon. He wants to be on TV, which is great for mm-hmm. all of us. Yeah, that'd be great. He wants to be on TV right now because movie stars want to be TV stars. That's now. What's happening? <gasps> I forgot something. What? So the main, <laughs> the the main character in Flashdance is Jennifer Beals, and she was in Runaway Jury. You're with obsessed John with this movie. Great. Runaway Jury was good. I gotta see it. So many John Cusack movies know, to see. I don't know that one. It's a it's a courtroom thing, but it's like. Intense. Do they have to? Are they a runaway jury? So I know the term runaway jury. There are like people who are planted in the jury who have ulterior, ulterior. 
I don't know if that's a U or an A in that word, but they, oh, have, they have motives that are that word. Like alternate, maybe? So maybe an A? But I, think I don't know. Ulterior. Ulterior. ulterior motives? I just Let's say, say, in, in, say they have interior motives. Ooh, oh, I think we all do. You know, uh, I speaking of courtroom movies, I read the Wikipedia page for Primal Fear recently. That looks pretty good. What's that about? It has uh, a young Edward Norton and a mm-hmm. young younger Richard Gere. Whoa. And he's defending, Richard Gere is defending Edward Norton's character who's like. Oh, I've seen that movie. Well, yeah, yeah, pretty good, right? I've only I've primal? only watched on YouTube. I've watched clips on YouTube and um, read the Wikipedia page, but it sounds really good. I don't know why it's called Primal Fear, and I've seen it. Neither do I. Not to be confused with Fear, which has Mark Wahlberg in it, I think. Oh yeah, as a the, the, the Edward Norton guy who's getting picked on by a bully. These are all movies I've never seen. You think Edward Norton and, and John Cusack are friends? Yeah, they. W- no, that was that was Ben Stiller. I was gonna say they're in that movie Keeping the Faith together, but that was Ben Stiller. That's a good oh, movie, love right? That movie. Friendship, yeah. friendship, and John and, Cusack. And Jenna Elfman is in that, right? Yes. And she is in Gross Point Blank <laughs> as the chick with the neck brace at the dance, Great. referencing with the John Cusack Shit. from the Sixteen Candles. Holy fuck! End of podcast. Oh, we did it. We did it. It is at, at, at <laughs> one hour and 19 minutes. Um, I know 20 minutes is me. It was us not saying anything. But um, um, we're all friends here. Mm-hmm. And I just want to bring up my favorite, probably my favorite Hollywood friendship of all time is Tim Robbins and John Cusack. Sure. Because Tim Robbins is such a great actor, and I like him a lot. And... If you, you know, they were in the movie Tapeheads together. They I were, uh, which is, I, I saw it once. I'd like to rewatch it. But also, they're in High Fidelity. And it's, yeah. they're but They're just, they were just real life buds. John Cusack is in Bob Roberts also. Yes, which is, uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes, his highest ranked uh, movie. That is a Tim Robbins movie. He directed, wrote and directed that movie. Hmm. Tim Robbins' seen, highest seen ranked movie? Or that is John, John Cusack. What's a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes? So it's wow, hard to not really? be. Uh, huh. yeah. What's his lowest ranked movie? Lowest ranked movie. Great question. Is consult one of your pieces of paper. <laughs> the Contract, two thousand six. Never saw it. I don't know what that is. Zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which the is contract. impossible. Yeah. For some reason, before we did this, I was like, I've seen every John Cusack movie. No. There's so many. But like, you've just scratched I the just, surface. I convinced myself that I just. I'd I was going to try all. and watch a new one, but I didn't. But I, I certainly have not seen. I've probably seen a very small percentage of them. I don't even know what the last John Cusack movie I watched was. I think like, the last one I watched was Hot Tub Time Machine, and he which did, is a good one. That's a good one. It was good. That was. I don't. That was not the best. Sorry, John Cusack, if you're listening to this. I Gee. don't think you did the best job. He was kind of phoning it in. He was in the. He, but I also didn't really like the movie in general. I found from skimming his Wikipedia page today that he was in the sequel as a cameo yeah. in the unrated version. Yeah. So, like, he's not in the sequel, but if you get the, the DVD and watch the unrated version, he has a cameo. The sequel is not good, and it's because it doesn't have that sweet John Cusack magic. But I did like the joke in the sequel, which is they. Of of how he's not in it, which I actually don't. Re- I forget why he's. I was curious. Yeah, he's I missing. Never saw the he's missing. So they go to find. 
It's terrible. It's not very good. It's too bad. But they go to find Adam Scott, who is his nephew, maybe? I think he might be his nephew. Um, whatever. He's related to him. So it's just like they had to replace John Cusack because he was like, yeah, I mean, I'll be an executive producer and not do anything in this movie, yeah. but uh, but you need that John Cusack character. And then... <laughs> And that's what you get. And that's what you get. You get Adam Scott, who's fucking great. But, you know, is he John Cusack? I don't know. Adam Scott. A new generation. M- may or may not be John Cusack. Maybe that's how it ends. I don't remember. I don't think. Maybe I didn't get through the whole movie. I never even watched it. All right, guys. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, what song are we going to listen to during this break? Probably something from either High Fidelity or Gross Point Blank. I believe Ooh, when I fall to... in love with you, it will be oh, forever. Oh, that's good. Oh, you know what? Here's 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 a here's, a, here's a, another high fidelity story that I have. Okay. Um, so there's a. In when high fidelity ends, it play it ends with I believe when I fall in love it'll be forever, by Stevie Wonder, and then it plays Little Red Book, Little Black Book, it might be Little Red Book by somebody, and then there's Chairman a song. Mao. There's a, yeah, Chairman, Chairman Mao, and then there's a song that just goes boom 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 boom. That isn't anywhere. It's 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 not on the um, soundtrack or anything, and nobody knows what it is. It's just an original composition by Howard Shore, who is the composer for the movie. It was also the composer for Lord of the Rings. I know a lot about High Fidelity. Whoa. Um, I somehow found through like looking on internet forums for a long time the original score to High Fidelity, which isn't on sale anywhere. So I have that song, and I post it on a forum of people looking for that song, saying, like, hey, I have the song. If anyone wants it, my email address is this. So, like, every couple of months I get an email <laughs> for people being like, hey, I saw your message. I was looking for that song. What is that song? Nice. So eventually I put it up on YouTube, and it's so it has that song. And, like, it has a few hundred views. I would like, in this break, to play a little Absolutely. version of that song. I'm going to pull your nope. YouTube. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh-huh. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> we are a, um, a a two vote podcast, and and the only vote that matters is fig bars. So sorry, dude. I can't. All right, well, here. No, no. I changed. I my believe mind. when I fall in love, okay. it'll be forever. All right. Well, I believe when we take a break, the song that plays is the one that you wanted. In credits by Howard Shore. Welcome back to Birthday Buddies. We're we're we are winding down here, but before we say goodbye to you, let's uh let's do a we'll bring back a classic Birthday Buddies segment <laughs> called uh, a name that we. Do you got a name for this, Harry? Oh, you know, I think I did, but I I didn't. Uh, I don't remember what it was because that was a Dang. while ago. Uh, did I well, tweet it at you? What well, did I tweet it's, at you? It's stalking Nothing. our no. friends on Facebook to see if oh, today is their birthday. It's called stalking stuffers. Stocking oh. stuffers, nice. Too bad this isn't a Christmas theme uh, podcast. So this is the uh, part of the podcast where we pull up our Facebook accounts and see who shares a birthday with our birthday buddy today, being June twenty eighth. 
John Cusack. Figbar's his hand raised, so I'm going to call on him. Can I do a theme song with Harry? Yeah, yes, let's absolutely. Do it. Uh, let's hear it. Hold on. Let's hear the opening theme to Stalking Stuffers. Stalking Stuffers. Stalking Stuffers. Stalking Stuffers. Stalking Stuffers. Stalking Stuffers. Two people share a birthday with John Cusack. It's a. Uh, a woman named Elisa Moniz, who that is not her maiden name, but it doesn't have, uh, that's her married name. I went to she high school with her. Like the, the, she doesn't have the parentheses, the parentheses thing, and I can't remember what her fucking last No, I my, my 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 tenure reunion is in September for high school. Uh, and I was going to go if it was in November, like for Thanksgiving, I was just going to go home for Thanksgiving and go, because I'm a successful New York uh, muckety-muck these days. <laughs> but... Uh, Man. I'm not just gonna go home for some random fucking day in September. Yeah, and I was looking at like the list. I don't know who any of those fucking Ashleys are at all. Oh, they're yeah, all just they're a bunch all... of Ashleys. Oh no, and not just like in like the recess way, but like just yeah. like they're all named Ashley. Yeah, oh no, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's really funny. I I skipped mine was last September somewhere around then, and I skipped mine. I kept getting Facebook messages from. Uh, old classmates because I was the vice president. So they were like, hey, you, you gotta, can you, you were the vice you president? Yeah. I was the vice president. Uh-oh. I started as a sophomore year. It was a write in because I went to a vocational school. The school was segregated into shops and I was in computer information technology and that shop happened to be the most popular shop. So it had the most amount of students in it. Okay. And so because of that, like nobody was running for vice president. So just yeah. in my entire class wrote me in as vice president. And then just for the next two years, I decided to, I was just like, yeah, I'll just be vice president That's and cool. then ran every time <laughs> nice. and did nothing, did, did not do anything. But because of that, people were like, are you going to help us out? Like we're too, like this guy, Cliff was like, I've got this venue. And I was like, listen, I like, I tried to be like, uh, so polite and, but also probably wasn't direct enough with being like, I don't want to do it. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go to it. Get at me at the anything. 25th reunion. Yeah, sure. <laughs> when, yeah. When half our classes, uh, has overdosed on heroin, that's when I'll, 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 I'll join you. I didn't go to my tenure. No, it was, but I, was, I went to, I went to one school with all these kids. Yeah. I think <laughs> I we, I think we all did <laughs> from kindergarten until freshman year of high school. And then I switched. Uh, school see, districts. that's rough. But like I think I, I think I reconnected with a couple of people, and I was gonna go to the tenure for with all the people that I knew a whole lot, and then stopped knowing. Yeah. But then I moved here. And Just fucked it all up. Whoops. And I also didn't go to my other high school <laughs> reunion. I just messed it up. I guess I can do the twenty-year one. Yeah. Give it a, give Maybe, it t- give it a decade. We'll see how you feel. Something to show everybody. Tell them I invented post-its. <laughs> there you go. I, you know, I just watched that the other a couple of uh, weeks ago. It was really good. So it holds up. Speaking of reunion movies that do 80s songs, John, if you cut that out earlier, now you got to put it back in. So, John, uh, let's talk about Fig Bars. Uh, yeah, who you got? Wait, you only had one person? Oh, no, I got two. Oh. My, the other is my cousin James uh, Cleary, who, uh, uh, you know, he's a Martha's Vineyard <laughs> Martha's Vineyard, crazy place to uh, grow up, I think, and it turns you into like the weirdest kind of townie, like just because you're actually, you know, it's an island, so you're actually isolated from uh, 
from oh, the, wow. the rest of... Yeah, I've never been there. Yeah, I didn't know it was an island. I thought Nantucket was an island. Nantucket is a tiny island. I Martha's only know Vineyard that because of Wings. Bigger. The TV show Wings. You don't know about it from the uh, Nantucket Nectar's bottle caps where they tell you the most mundane facts about... No. I mean, I once knew company. a man from Nantucket. <laughs> yeah, what else? Yeah. But, no, I just he's he's gross. I don't like to talk about him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So James and I figured out Lisa Moniz's uh, maiden name, Lisa Eaton. Oh. Great last name. Lisa Moniz. Lisa Eaton. Yeah. Cool name. Two. I went to school with two Eatons. Lisa Eaton and uh, Angela Eaton. Wow. Yeah. Angela Eaton had her jaw wired shut. <laughs> she wasn't eating. And she wasn't eating. It was great. It's just a great thing that dumb kids didn't make the, that connection to make that joke. <laughs> it was just like, you're stupid. <laughs> eating. Eating. Anywho. Uh, Figbar, who you got? Who's your birthday? I got a... I think I have somebody. I hope so. Oh, no. It's cool that Lisa Manita married somebody whose name sort of slant rhymes with her name. <laughs> What's today? You, today just, you, you, you changed it in your Lisa mind. Monisa? Her name was today Lisa is Eaton, and she married somebody something Moniz, which is a Portuguese name. Lisa Moniz. Still pretty good. Yeah. Today's Lisa, Moniz. Moniz. Lisa Moniz. Lisa Moniz sounds Moniz like she, sounds would, nice. she should yeah. be a 90s pop star. Yeah. 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 So it's the 28th of June. Yep. Uh, happy birthday to Catherine. Also known as Kathy, Kathy Brannick. Kathy went to, Brannick. I went to college with her. She's a she's an amazing illustrator. Yeah. I think Better she worked, than you? Yeah. Oh, that's oh, yeah. bad. Uh, I think she's also working in a tattoo shop. She does she does fine art and one and of the body many art. ways to get paid as an illustrator. Yeah. Uh, Will Stenberg. I went to high school with that guy, and he is amazing. German descent. Wow. Good day. He lives in Portland, Oregon, right now. That's a question mark? Yeah. Yeah. He does. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of his band that is not just him doing music. This is a little bit embarrassing. Hmm. If you pause and stop making it down, you can think of it, and I can edit out stuff. Can I make sound? Carrot. Oh, yes. All right. So, Will Stenberg, uh, excellent man, excellent musician, was a member of the Kerosene Condors. I don't believe that the Kerosene Condors are together anymore, but he still makes good music. Check Is that out. sort of like Band. a phoenix Home rising from the ashes it was a reference? K and a K. Kerosene Condors. Ooh, add one more. No, nope, there wasn't a third one, though. Kerosene Condor Kids. That's his fan club. He did, a, he did a whole concept album about my hometown of Fort Bragg, and uh, it was, it was kind of sad. It was like talking about like a... There was one song talking about how it's a fishing community, but there's no fish left, and there was, there was a logging community, but there's no more fucking trees. Oh. It was like oh, a, I think it was called Fort Bragg, a love story, but it was like a depressing love story about our hometown. Nice. It would be dope if uh, Billy Bragg covered that. Isn't Billy Bragg gone? Gone where? Did we lose him? Fishing? Yeah. <laughs> not in Fort Bragg. <laughs> no, not anymore. Uh, did you uh, lose? No, he's still alive. Uh, what was your favorite, John, what was your um, like high school band your favorite high school band called and the third person oh, who was, who was born on today that i know from facebook is Corey adams i went to the school. band was called well my band was jake samson the thicker cowboys all right that'll do band from my high school was unearthed radio unearthed, unearthed radio. radio is that a good band is they a, a good one i mean or? if you like pop punk in 2004 i do yeah yellow card uh the piano one i think that they stole half of their name from like a band that 
was like unearthed. Unearthed. Oh, unearthed. Yeah, yeah, they were a heart, like a emo, screamo hardcore yeah, yeah, band, yeah. right? Maybe I could be wrong. The, anyway. the, the band I was in, that I was the singer in, was Abe Sapien. Abe Sapien. Yeah, which is a character from Hellboy. That's what we named ourselves. Oh after. yeah, the the David Hyde Pierce character. Yeah. Niles. <laughs> Uh, yes. you, got good vo- you guys got good voices? Do you want to have a sing-off real quick before we get to my, my birthday people? I didn't get to do my third guy. <laughs> it's uh, some Corey guy? Adams, I think he said. Oh, yeah, Corey Adams. Yeah. Corey Adams. Corey Adams. It's a tie. He's in my grade. He's turning 33 today. I'm 33, so I guess I'm a little bit older than him. Uh, I remember going over to his house when I was very young because he had a Nintendo, so I got to play Super Mario on his Nintendo with uh, our mutual friend Dustin Cheney, who lived down the road. Related uh, to Dick? Nope. It's a terrible last name. I, I didn't pick it. Who did? I don't know. Anyway, Corey Adams. Probably when he came over to Ellis Island and they were like, Corey. why are you spinning all those chains everywhere? <laughs> He's so chainy. <laughs> and he was like, I, I am chainy, yes. And he had no idea what he was saying. <laughs> uh, so I, I got to play uh, cool video games with him because I didn't have a Nintendo myself. So I got to ride my bike on a weird, crazy hill up to his place and play uh, Mario Brothers. Also, he switched school districts before I did. And so, like, I kind of lost touch with him, but then I switched to the school district he was in, and I sort of got to know him again, but, like, nice. we weren't, like, the little cute kid friends anymore. It's like we were older and didn't run in exactly the same circles. But right after he switched school districts, he bought me a VHS copy of Forrest Gump, and I thought that was the sweetest thing that in the world. That is super nice, especially I since... I, I don't think I ever did anything as nice for him <laughs> as he did for me. Just let me play Mario and buy me Forrest Gump. Have we on this podcast figured out how much VHS costs? No, do you have a guess? Well, I know that they used to be really expensive. Yeah, they had to be pretty pricey. They're probably just the same. In the early days, they were like $100. Like in the early, like when when you were like, it was rental only. But then I think they kind of changed because I know the McDonald's would give them away with like meals and stuff. They had to be at the, the, in, in the early 90s, they had to be like, they had to be. Fairly, like, because we didn't have, like, we didn't have a lot, so they probably were pretty expensive, but they, but we had enough where they couldn't have been insanely yeah, expensive. Yeah, because they're easy to make. Yeah. But also you have to, like, adjust, like, adjust like however inflation. much it costs then. Sure. This is a thing that we could different. easily Google, but this is going to be a running theme yeah. in this podcast. How I'm much gonna, do VHS I'm going to say they were 30 bucks, like, once. That's a good guess. That's like, probably, that's Like, once good. you started being able to, because, yeah. like, we had Little Mermaid and Aladdin yeah. and... And some of those, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and sure. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, I watched. But, oh, but we might have gotten those used from the video rental mm. store. See, my mom That's used to get, it. like, she would rent everything and then dub everything. So, like, nice. we had, like, everything. We had, like, my my nice. mom's friends would, like, borrow movies from us because she would just record everything until they started implementing the, like, movie recording protection right. technology. But the first movie that that happened on was Joanna Man. Really? Yeah. What was that? Wow. It was with, um, I don't know, a Wayans speaking, or something. Speaking yeah. of a movie was, that uh, sounds sort of like Joanna Man, but isn't at all, Johnny Mnemonic was mm-hmm. an orange VHS. Uh, it was black. always cool when they had a colored uh, VHS. Disney VHSs, though, huh? Clamshell. Yeah, great stuff. Yeah, well, it was 
Also, RL signs ones were clamshells. This is the kid thing. Kids love it. I think Harry the Spy was orange because it was Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon yeah. uh, who do you know on Facebook who was born today well, on June 28th? I got Eduardo Mati- Matias, who is turning 31. And I'm pretty sure that he's a boyfriend of this, my friend that I know, an ex-boyfriend of my friend. She moved to Stockholm. I don't really know. See, I have a lot of Facebook friends. Is he so Swedish? Oh, I don't know. You don't actually have to do every no, one. No, but I don't have to, and yet I will. Uh, I didn't realize he was 31, but good for him. Happy birthday, Eduardo. Happy birthday. Got Josh Day, who was two or three grades ahead of me. I think he was like higher up in the... Uh, Social ladder. Yeah, but he's also like president or something. Josh Day. He seems to have lost some of his hair. The his cover photo is Shrug. Don Draper. What? So that's that's not he didn't lose hair. Don Draper just has a, less hair than than him. Yes. Has, yeah. I got Cameron Bailey, who uh, oh that guy, who was a drummer in my in my high school. That's weird that you that you immediately thought dude because I thought woman. I don't know why. Oh no, Cameron Bailey. Yes, probably Cameron D. He's a drummer. I I I ran. I ran into him recently when I, when I was home and uh, third time actually you missed oh, one. Shit. Uh, and uh, I was like, I think that's I think that's my friend Cameron and my friend who was with me on like the third balcony and just you went Cameron and then he looked up and I was like, hey, it's me. <laughs> uh, he's in a popular metal band that was oh. on the Saw Four soundtrack called I Exist. Uh, Matthew Dininger, my middle school friend. Dininger. Dustin. Yeah. Good name. Yeah, he's a good guy. Uh, Dustin Melvin, who I don't even know. He's a high How school old person. Is he? He's turning 29. Finally, Michael Berman, Ooh, who's in my uh, UCB 101 class. We ran into him after the thing we saw recently. Oh, yeah, I know that guy. The Berman. He's uh, can't turning... Can't smell. Yeah, he can't smell. Yep. Like he has no odor or he Anosmia. can't... Anosmia. <laughs> he, <can't, laughs> he can't detect... Imagine if he had no odor. That aromas. would be crazy. Yeah, he's probably a robot. Uh, no, he has anosmia and he is going to be 24 oh he's so young yeah birthday party is on wednesday so i'm not going to that i guess today he so. he kind of invited me to it Wait, ex- excuse me what this <laughs> <laughs> is coming out on a wednesday the 24th is today 28th is today today 28th is today which is a tuesday guys oh yeah oh, okay so tomorrow for some reason i thought you said the 24th which is today he's turning 24 Today is uh, the 28th. I just ruined everything. Anyway, I'll invite you to this thing. If yeah, I'll be in Iceland. Do you want to come to Bushwick from Iceland? Yeah. Right, I would great. love to, even though I refuse to go to Bushwick from anywhere. Yeah. Anyway, those are the people I know on Facebook. Cool. Um, Good segment, guys. Yeah, great. Let's do the next segment. What is it? The next segment is... Zodiac Filler. Oh, we're doing that. Let's do it. <laughs> Start it off. Zodiac Filler. <laughs> it's a Zodiac Filler. <laughs> What time is it? I'm not sure because it's a zodiac. For this uh, for this episode for John Cusack's birthday, I decided that instead of doing the classic uh, boring Western zodiac, we do the Chinese zodiac, which is based on the year and not on uh, constellations. Whoa. And so, uh, when what year was he born again? Sixty-six. Well, that makes him. A horse. <laughs> John Cusack is a horse. 
How does more that like, make you guys feel? More like, more like Jors Cusack. Nice. <laughs> What's that mean? You're just combining John and horse? Yeah. Jahorse. Jockey. Um, so his strengths... Uh, I like that. Uh, the strength of a horse is that uh, they're muscu- muscular, but... You ever see that thing that's like Kristen Shaw is a horse? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, Google it. it. Google Kristen Shaw is a horse. Oh, anyway, also, the flash dance. She, I saw her do the uh, flash dance bit. Fucking so to bring it back to flash dance, Kristen full Shaw. Full circle. End yeah. of podcast. End of podcast. Why is Kristen Shaw a horse? Yeah. yeah oh, like, you gotta well, you got to watch it. Are, are people being mean and calling her horse face? No, no. she doesn't have big teeth. <laughs> it's <Why>? not. <laughs> it's a no. good. It's positive. It's positive. Oh. She's in on it. Have you ever seen Virginia it's Horse and Pony Express? No. Uh, that was a skit she did. It was pretty great. Well, uh, that about wraps it up here <laughs> on Birthday Buddies. Final thoughts from anyone? Uh, uh, I, hey, go, you go first. It's your podcast. I disagree. John Cusack should not be a horse. What do you think he should be? I think he should be a charming romantic comedy lead. That's not a Chinese zodiac. <sighs> I don't understand how this works. Can you go over what horse means again? No. Uh, what What are you? What are your final thoughts, guys? Thanks for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, uh, what a good podcast. <laughs> We're gonna do it again real soon. Um, look, uh, look for a, a birth in uh, in uh, <laughs> oh, my, the um, end of my monthly guest. Yep. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'll, hey, I'll come back whenever. I'll I'll delay two times, but then I'll be back here. Yeah. Guys, uh, Fig Bar John, <laughs> my voice has gotten <laughs> so much louder over the course of the podcast, and that's great. No, just right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's been it a lot a of real fun. Gradual change. Check hey! me out. Check me out. <laughs> On Twitter at HC Nelson at Harry Podcast. Make sure to get Harry says yes before it goes behind a paywall. Oh yeah, Whoa. when's so that coming? It's twenty seventeen. End of the su- end of the summer. Oh wow, it's going behind a paywall. Soon. So uh, can we get in on that? Yeah, just give me just download them all now before they go behind a paywall. Great. Uh, Figbar, uh, bashfulgraphics.com is where you can find everything you need to know about me. Does it say how Thank big you. your dick is? Uh, no, he's bashful, It does, dude. but it's in code. <laughs> right. Oh, nice. Check the source code, guys. Apple doesn't <laughs> fall, fall too far from the tree. Um, yeah, my name is Jonathan Edward Briggs IV. You can find me at Birthday Bud Pod on Twitter. That's it. You don't know who I am. That's at Save John Briggs. That's it. Um, uh, happy are you, birthday. Are you a fourth? No. Uh, happy birthday. I'm a fourth. He is. Whoa. But you might not be. But, I mean, I am. I'm birth certificates yeah. as i am anyway sorry uh harry clarence nelson the fourth hcn hcn sound, you sound like a uh a channel yeah. uh, a network sorry hgn that's why oh sure um happy birthday john cusack happy birthday john cusack uh i bet you listened because you know i'm gonna tweet at you until you block me mm-hmm. so <laughs> uh merry christmas john See you next time. Love
Yes, of course. Well, it's puzzle time. Put on your hats. It's puzzle time. Take off your pants. It's puzzle time. We were having a good time on puzzle time. Good, good times. Well, it's puzzle time. Take off your hats. It's puzzle time. Put on your pants. It's puzzle time. We're having a good time. It's puzzle time. One, two, three. And it's puzzle. Well, it's puzzle time. Put on your hats. It's puzzle time. Take off your pants. It's puzzle time. One, two, three, four, five. Puzzle time. Excuse me, are you trying to touch my little lamb?